Welcome everybody, it's Pastor George here at Grace City Church. It's our vision to equip, empower, and encourage emerging leaders. We teach, train, and coach while the Word of God transforms. I'm so elated to take you on a journey into the presence of God. Come on, let's start right now. Welcome, 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 welcome. Hey everybody, I am so excited as always that you have joined us today. It is an honor and a privilege to take these few moments to speak into your life. It is really, I say it again, it is really an honor that you listen to our podcast here at Grace City Church. And I want to tell you, thank you. Thank you so much for you being committed and consistent to listening. I really appreciate that from the bottom of my heart. And it encourages me to know that those of you who are listening are faithful listeners. You're committed. You're consistent. And I pray that you are enjoying our content, our presentation. I hope that the word is really transforming your life. And and I just hope that you're growing spiritually and that you see the growth in you spiritually, that since we've started this journey, I pray that you have seen that growth that you desire to see in your life. And if you haven't seen that growth, I want to challenge you to go back and listen to the podcast, even if you have to take your time and go all the way back to the beginning or maybe there's some particular podcast you need to go back and listen to. I want to challenge you to go back and listen to those podcasts so that you can begin to build on the foundation that has already been laid by Jesus Christ. So today, we're going to continue our subject on fasting. If you have have not had the opportunity to listen to our previous podcast, as we say, don't leave right now. But after today's podcast, go back and listen to our previous episodes. I promise you, as you discover and digest God's word, the indwelling spirit within you will stimulate growth, which produces supernatural victorious strength. And if you open up your heart and you just receive the word of God and really go through your life and apply this word to every area of your life, you kind of got to do it like cream. You got to, when you have a sore, you really got to apply that cream to every area there's a sore. And when you listen to these words, you've got to go and apply this word to every area of your life that you need it. Like I said, we're going to continue today talking on the subject of fasting. When you hunger for God, he will fill you. That is a promise. That when you hunger for God, when you have a desire, a craving for God, He will fill you. So many times we look for people to fill us, but it's really he is the one that is filling us. Though the word may come, the oracles may come through the mouth of men and women, it is the Holy Spirit that is the one that is filling us. He said, my words are spirit and they are life. As you're listening to this word today, you are receiving the spirit. You're receiving life. He said that's what his word is. His word is spirit and it is life. And as we're ministering today and talking about fasting, I want you to know that he's filling you. He's filling you with what? He's filling you with more of him. So when you hunger for God, he will fill you. Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger 
and thirst for righteousness. Blessed, covered are those who hunger, look at this, and thirst for righteousness. What is righteousness? Righteousness is right standing with God. Covered are those, favored are those, blessed are those who hunger, who have a craving, a desire for righteousness, for right standing with God. He didn't say blessed are those who are gifted. He didn't say blessed are those who are chosen. He didn't say blessed are those who are called. He didn't say blessed are those who have a style of preaching. He didn't say blessed are those who are just uh, educators or, or whatever you are. He didn't just say blessed are those, but he said blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. See, you're blessed when you are an educator that is hungry and you're thirsty for righteousness. You're blessed when you're a preacher that is gifted, that is hungry and thirsty for righteousness. You are blessed when whatever you do, when you have a hunger and a thirst for righteousness. You know how it is when you're hungry. I want something. When you're really hungry, sometimes you know exactly what you want. I've got a taste for this and nothing else will fulfill this craving. I'm thirsty. I feel almost like I got the dry mouth. I need something to drink. He said, blessed are those that hunger and thirst after right standing with God. Righteousness. That's what the word righteousness means. It means right standing with God. I'm blessed when I want to be in alignment with God. I'm blessed when I want to be right with God. You might be rejected by people, but I'd rather be rejected by people and be in the righteousness of God than be accepted by people and not be in the righteousness of God. I'm hungry and I'm thirsty for right standing with God. And I know that you are hungry and thirsty for righteousness. How do you know, pastor? You are listening to this podcast today. You have been committed and consistent to applying the principles that we've taught on this podcast, and you've gone in the practice of fasting And I know that you are hungry and thirsty for righteousness. You're saying, I may not be perfect, but the word perfect means mature. I may not be walking in the fullness of my salvation, which we won't walk in the fullness of our salvation until Jesus Christ comes and changes us. But what you are saying is, I do want to be the righteousness of God. What does that mean? What's the difference between perfection and righteousness? Righteousness says, I'm aware of my imperfection, but it is not an excuse for me to strive, to not strive for perfection. Righteousness says, I understand that there are some areas in my life that I'm immature, but I'm striving for immaturity. That's why I'm fasting. That's why I'm praying. Righteousness says, I know that there are some areas in my life that I could be more accountable, that I could be more consistent. I could be more committed. I could be sharp 
sharpen in the area of my prayer life. But that is why I'm coming to this podcast. That is why I'm fasting because I want to pursue God. That's why I'm hungry and I'm thirsty. That's a righteous person. A righteous person does not get condemned when they hear the word because we're not under condemnation. But a righteous person feels conviction. They feel the conviction that pushes them to pursue God. That conviction drives them in the presence of God. That's a righteous person. A righteous person doesn't live under guilt and shame, but a righteous person knows how to confess their faults. One ye to another. You understand? A righteous person knows how to pray the prayer of faith. A righteous person says like the man in the Bible, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Blessed are those who are seeking after the righteousness of God. Look what he said. Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Matthew 5 and 6. If you are hungry for righteousness, if you are saying, Lord, I want to be more like you. I want to possess more of your fruit, a quality of your fruit. He said, you shall be filled. There was not a time that you will want more of God when you really have a hunger and a thirst for him, a desire for him, and he will not fill you. The transforming power of Jesus Christ lives within you. But as you discover and digest the word of God, that that transforming power will become stimulated it will become, it will start to grow. It will be like a, a, a light that has been lit as you began to uh, open the word of God and get in the word of God and listen to this podcast and keep them inside of your ear and continue fasting. You shall be filled. I'm speaking to somebody who feels like change is so far from them. I'm speaking to somebody who feels like I want to stop this. I want to be delivered but it seems so hard. I want to tell you that the transforming power of Jesus Christ lives within you, that the change you want to see is going to begin in you, that the change you want to see is already in you. It's inside of your spirit. And as you listen to this podcast, the transforming power of Jesus Christ will come alive within you. Come on, you know it. Say it with me. Wow, today's word is, come on, say it, LIT. As you know here at Grace City Church, our acronym for the word LIT, Love Ignites Truth. And today's word, being taught in love, is igniting the truth of God within me. I am being transformed by the podcast here at Grace City Church, and I'm the one teaching but the word is still transforming our life. Grace City has some amazing projects and assignments coming up this summer, and I want you to consider becoming a covenant partner with us as we fulfill the mission and the vision of Grace City Church. One of our projects this summer, we will be going to Valdosta State University, our local college campus, and we will be passing out body wash, toothpaste, deodorant, soap, personal hygiene things for young women, 
everything that a college students need that they may not have the opportunity to get on their own. Also, we're going to do a load on us this summer, which means that we will go inside of their dorms and we will pay for their clothes to be washed. We might even help them fold a little bit. But we just want our college students to know that there is a community of leaders, a community of believers who are covering them in prayer, who want to encourage, equip, and empower them. I pray that you will consider becoming a covenant partner and agreeing with us and giving your time, your talent, or your treasure. If you would like to give to help Grace City in our endeavors this summer and our projects and our assignments that we have coming up, you can give via cash app at Grace City C. Again, that is Grace City C. Well, let's get back into the word. You begin to develop a hunger for the deeper things of God, he will fill you. However, sometimes just being in a good service is not enough. I believe God is already raising up people in this hour who do not want a diet of just church as normal any longer. And I know that you are in that remnant of believers who don't want just a diet of church as normal any longer, but you really have a hunger for the deeper things of God. Whether you are aware of that hunger or not, or really what it is, you are. And you have to be aware of that. You have to discover that. You have to acknowledge that. You have to accept that, that the reason why you are consistent and committed to listening to this podcast in the first place is because you have a hunger for a more intimate relationship with the Spirit, is you had a hunger for to go on a journey for transformation. That's why you're fasting. You have that hunger for something deeper, not just a regular church service, not just what you've seen before, what you've experienced before. But the Bible says, I'm doing a new thing that you want to know him in a fresh way. You want to continue to have that fresh fire. You know, Resurrection Sunday is coming up in a few weeks. And a lot of people focus on the seven last sayings of Jesus. A lot of people have a service entitled the seven last sayings where they talk about uh, literally the seven last sayings of Jesus. But a lot of people don't talk about him after he had already risen from the dead. There's a story in the gospel that talks about these two people who were walking on a journey and the Holy Spirit, uh, Jesus in the flesh, but in another form, walked with them. And they began to share with each other about the crucifixion and about Jesus and about the teachings he had shared. But they did not know that he was already there. They didn't know that he was with them. They weren't aware because they could not see. It had not been revealed to them yet because they were looking for the Messiah pre-crucifixion. They were looking for the Jesus pre-crucifixion. What are you saying, Pastor? They were looking for the Jesus that they had experienced before. They were looking for the Jesus that they had in the last season. Break it home to me, Pastor. So many times we can get caught up in pre-crucifixion. We can get caught up in how we knew God. We can get caught up in what we knew church was like. We can get caught up on what 
service used to be like. And sometimes they say, let's go back to the old church. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with the foundation. But so many people are trying to hold the practices and the experience, not the God of the old church, but they want to hold hostage the experience of the old church because of how it made them feel. It was pre-crucifixion. It was not a lot of interdependence in that. It wasn't a lot of trust because he was there with them. Uh, he spoke with them in an intimate way. But now, post-crucifixion, after he's died, now it requires another depth of maturity. Now it requires them to go and know him in a greater way, a deeper way, a more intimate way. Doesn't that sound like you and I now where we are in life? That some seasons we were so felt like we were uh, buddy buddies with the Holy Spirit. We just knew everything. We knew every move every direction but as you begin to mature the language of the relationship begins to change the way he begins to speak with you the way he begins to reveal things to you it begins to change as you mature because now you're adopting the language of a mature Christian of an adult Paul said when I was a child I thought as a child but when I became a man I put away the childish things there's a new nature there's a new language that comes with maturity so they didn't know that this man that was with them was really the Christ because they were so uh, infatuated with what he had done that they forgot that his work was not through but now his work would began in them that they would receive the Holy Spirit and he did eventually reveal himself to them and who he was but how many times have we been in a new place trying to hold on to an old experience and now we're trying to come pair where we are now with what we had before and we're disappointed, we're discouraged because where we are now doesn't look like where we were before. But there's a resurrection. There's a new thing, a new power, a new grace, a new revelation, a new enlightenment. Glory to God. It did not take away the foundation of what Jesus taught before the crucifixion. It's a continuation. Come on, let's continue. Let's go on to greater works now. Let's go on to greater things now. And the way we're going to do that is we've got to go back to fasting and praying. Now, that's a part of the foundation we will never get away from. It's a continuation. So I don't want you to hold hostage that experience. They don't hold hostage the God of the experience. They hold hostage the experience. And many times we go in new places looking for the old thing. We go in new places, new relationships, new connections, new churches, and we have become so uh, peculiar when it comes to how we respond to relationships that we purposely watch for patterns of where we were before so we can talk ourselves out of where God is trying to take us. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. The song says, since I laid my burdens down. Come on, you got to lay that burden down right now. That burden of trying to compare where you are now to what you left. You can't compare Grace City to where you were before. I don't know where you are in your life right now. You may not be a part of Grace City, but wherever you were before, you cannot try to compare 
where you are now to where you were before. That God said, I'm doing a new thing. I'm moving in a fresh way. I'm a God. Look at this. He said, every day there are new mercies, new grace every day. Every day I refresh you. I give you new mercy and new grace. Yes, I have the same pattern. Yes, you can find me in and in Genesis and look at me in Revelation and I was consistent with the way that I handled things in the earth. But I'm going to do something fresh. I'm going to do it. It might have happened before, but it's going to be fresh. I speak the newness of the spirit upon you. As you fast, I speak that the Holy Spirit is going to make you fresh again. As you begin to fast and pray, and as you begin to seek him, I decree and declare, you will not have to lust after the former glory. You will not have to remember how you used to have a relationship with the spirit. But I decree and declare over your life that as you begin to go deeper, and as you begin to have this hunger and this thirst for the spirit, that this new relationship that will evolve between you and the spirit will surpass anything you ever thought you had. I know you want him to use you how he used to use you, but that was an old season. It's a new season now. There's a new people you've got to reach. There's a new assignment on your life. Glory to God. You might be doing the same thing, but the assignment can change. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you got to learn how to open up and receive what he's doing in your life. Now, I know it's not normal, but receive it. I know it's new for you, but receive it. I'm writing a book, and the book is entitled Don't Be Afraid to Begin Again. Or, well, that, that's the gist of the book. It's talking about how you can't be afraid to start over. You can't be afraid to begin again. The Bible says, the Bible says that he told them that when they began to put the tools in their hand, Nehemiah, that is the day that he, heaven, began to rejoice. When they first got started, start small and finish big. It, God will always keep you in a place, if you're really a believer, where you've got to learn something new. He will always keep you in a place where you've got to learn something new. And the reason why he keeps you in a place where you've got to learn something new, because it it keeps you depending on him. It keeps you in interdependence with him. It keeps you saying, Lord, if it had not been for your grace and your mercy, which is new every day, I don't know where I would be. Glory to God. I'm going to lift those hands right now. I know we're on a podcast, but this is something new. This is something fresh. Don't compare this to what you heard before. Don't compare this podcast to yesterday's podcast. Don't compare this part to the part before the break, but receive the newness of the Lord that is on your life. I pray the word of God transformed your life like it's doing mine. Could you do me a favor here at Great City? Could you subscribe to our podcast, whether on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor? Leave us a review, rate us, let us know how the word of God has been impacting your life. Once you subscribe, do me another favor. Send this word to one of your family members, your neighbors, your friends, and even tell your enemy that your deliverance has come. If you'd like to be connected to Grace City Church, please do not be afraid to email us. 
leave a review on the bottom of our podcast and let us know that you want to be connected and committed to what God is doing here at Grace City Church. God is doing some great things and he has a great work for us to do. And truth be told, we can't do it without you.